Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on! Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Superman's Girlfriend Lois Lane, number 70. Cover date, November 1966. Cover price, 12 cents. Cover artist, Kurt Schaffenberger, edited by Mort Weisinger. Featuring The Catwoman's Black Magic, written by Leo Dorfman, art by Kurt Schaffenberger. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we... Go, go. Lane visits the new Metropolis Bird Sanctuary. She suspects it will be a likely target for the recently escaped penguin. At the sanctuary, she is kidnapped by Catwoman, hypnotized, and made to believe that she is the Catwoman. Confused? Don't worry, I'll be right back with Dr. Husband to explain everything. Christing cat on a cracker. What? The trouble we've had trying to record this episode. Listener, you have no idea what we have been through. You can practically write a book about it. Well, we should have written a book because then we'd have the script to follow of the episode we recorded <sighs> in full the other day. Listen, listener. So for two weeks, I worked about 12 hours a day at least. True. Um. Two weekends and two full weeks. True. I came back from a long overnight trip. Like I had, it was last Monday, right? Last week? Yes. yes. I, had, I had gotten up at very early, drove three hours, 45 minutes to a conference that I attended for 24 hours and throw, drove three hours, 45 minutes back. We were two days behind our normal schedule. And listen how busy he was. The only reason I knew he was going to this conference was because I read it in an email blast he sends to the faculty. <laughs> I've never done that before, but I truly, truly, truly was very, very busy. Um, and uh, and so anyway, I got back from the conference. I was all hopped up on caffeine because I had, was so tired. I had had those five-hour energies. 
and we recorded a podcast on Tuesday night. And it was great, except We were on fire. It was fantastic. We were having a good time laughing and whatnot. And uh, we had a new, uh, what do you call it, mixer. Mixer because I upgraded to Mac OS Sonoma or whatever the hell it is. And it wouldn't use my previous mixer we have used since the inception of this podcast. Luckily, we had another one on standby for, is that my mixer for my guitar? I don't no, know, I don't is know. It? Anyway, it? Anyway, we had another mixer. and But it wasn't recording properly because the settings are all different. So I mean, it recorded me flawlessly. It just didn't pick up his voice. And I, I can't stand it when I sound like I'm in another room. And that's exactly what the, what the recording sounded like. I was in another room. And so he said, I have some really bad news. And the next day he said, we have to redo the podcast. And I was like, are you kidding me? That was the best podcast we've done in a long time. So here we are again, except that... What? Well, except that we're well, except that it still isn't working right. I don't know if this is even going to pick up. And also, it's six thirty at night. It's dark now because the Earth is terrible and has to go through changes of season and And, whatnot. And so, oh, Doctor Bob was just sitting here talking to me, and he said, "Listen, we can do this any other night." And I said, "Listen, Mister, I just woke up from a two-hour nap. I got a Coke Zero in my system. We're doing this because." The option is that we do it at the same time any night this week after both of us having worked a very, very long day. So we are doing this. And damn it, we're going to have a good time. <laughs> you know what? We should uh, take a lesson from our friends, the Weird Warriors. What's they, that? They record, they script and record months in advance and just have it released on a schedule. Oh, that sounds so tedious. Script? Really? Script? Well, yes. Oh, well, no. You know, some people just aren't as naturally spontaneous as we are. Oh, and not, not to criticize them or anything like no, that. No, so no. I can't imagine. No, if, it's if very you told me I had to, in hindsight. Yes, if you told me I had to approve a script, I'd be like, I am out. I'm out. Call work friend Chuck. <laughs> Speaking of work friend Chuck, um, it was nice to see them this week. Yes. And we also went to a football game today, didn't we? We, we sure did. did. The very homecoming game. And we kicked their butt. It was butts. a massacre. It was 59 ma- to 21. It was incredible. It was, it was a really good game. We had a good time, didn't we? But of course, we came home and napped. And we, we neither one of us set an alarm because we thought, no. we'll just take a quick nap, yeah. right? No. Two hour nap. Two and a half, if we're honest. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know what else is remarkable? What? That uh, Catwoman is making her first appearance in print in 12 years in the pages of Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane. Oh, my God. I feel like I've heard this before. You have. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Catwoman last appeared in print in 1954. Of course, now we're in uh, cover date November 1966. Why do you think she disappeared? Um, Changed the litter box and threw her out by accident. That was part of the reason, yes. Mm-hmm. Also, a little book named uh, Seduction of the Innocent by Dr. Frederick Wortham oh, that's came right. out in the 50s. He was not a fan of comic books. No, tell me all about it, because well, I've never heard this before. He uh, <laughs> Primarily, he was incensed by the EC comics, which were the horror comics of, you know, the movie Creepshow. Yeah, yeah. Those kind of things with okay. lurid, gory covers and things that were tempting children to poke each other's eyes out and whatnot. Right. And, uh, but also, he had a mad on for Batman and Robin, whom he accused of homosexuality. Homosexuality. As you know, was against the law in the 1950s. Yes. And uh, he had also name-checked Catwoman because 
he said, in these stories, these homosexual Batman and Robin stories, there are practically no decent, attractive, successful women. As an example, he suggested a typical female character is the Catwoman, who is vicious and uses a whip. Whip. And you know homosexuals love girls with whips. Yes, she's my kind of girl. Uh, Now, these were not enough to damn Catwoman to obscurity, of course. Okay. More damaging was Wortham's association of Catwoman's role with the comic's gay undertones when he continued, The atmosphere is homosexual and anti-feminine. If the girl is good-looking, she is undoubtedly the villainous. If she's after Bruce Wayne, she will stand no chance against Dick. (laughs) (laughs) So, Seduction of the Innocent, of course, led to the self-censoring Comics Code Authority, which Mm -hmm. had to stamp approval on every comic being published. But uh, there's a lot of chatter online. They don't think it was the Comics Code Authority that got rid of Catwoman, but rather specifically this... Wortham book. Oh, okay. Uh, so instead of Catwoman, now all of a sudden we had pretty reporter Vicki Vale. Yes, and Lois Lane. Well, Lois Lane's been there from the beginning. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Vicki Vale in Batman comics was a love interest, as well as Batwoman, who was a crime fighter, but also pretty, and uh, in several imaginary stories, gave up her crime fighting career the minute Bruce Wayne asked her to marry him. Oh, my goodness. Mm hmm. Wow. And, of course, her pretty niece, Betty, was Bat-Girl. Okay. As a love interest for Robin. What was her name? Betty Bayo? Betty? Betty Kane. Betty Kane. And uh, I do remember a 1950s story, which was in a hardbound collection at my local library, where the two pairs, Batman, Batwoman, and... Well, no, Robin and Batgirl were sent to an alien planet, and mm-hmm. Batman and Batwoman were sent were on Earth in a weakened state, and they all had makeout sessions. Makeout so sessions. So lurid. Ooh, Where's Frederick Wortham then when people are making out all over the universe? <laughs> now, oh. Catwoman, of course, had recently started appearing on the Batman television program, which mm-hmm. is, I imagine, why she's being brought back in the comics. But odd that she's being brought back in Lois Lane and not Batman or Detective. My God. My God. So before we dig into this story, what are you reading these days? Oh, I've been reading some old Avengers stories, like Bronze Age Avengers. I'm reading uh, Green Lantern Emerald Dawn. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I don't like the color scheme, but... Um, yeah, well... Yeah. yeah it looks like a lot it was, of green, right? No, it looks like it was actually... Um, Inked through uh, Polaroid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like some kind of Snapchat filter. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let me let me just, just pull pull up to it right now um, as you're preparing. Yeah. Emerald Dawn. The insert. Look. Look. Well, yeah. It just looks like a comic book. No, it doesn't. They're all like that. That that sort of sepia tone uh, color. Well, it's taking place in the past. Silly goose. Ew, I see. Hey. And then I, I did read um, Far Sector. You loved Far Sector. I loved it. And then stop talking about it. Earth 1 and Earth 2. Excuse me, excuse me. Earth 1, Volume 1, and Earth 1, Volume 2. Speaking of Green Lantern and homosexuals. Yes. Golden Age Green Lantern, Alan Scott's getting his own series soon. Wow. And of course, you know, these days he's secret gay back in the 1940s. Secret gay. Yes. Well, you had to be secret then. Secret gay. Unless you were Paul Lind. I want to be secret gay. Milton Berle. No, he wasn't gay. He just dressed in drag a lot. Oh, okay. There's nothing gay about that. Hey, Rob. What? It's a cat 
astrophe for Superman when he's bewitched by Batman's feline foe in the Catwoman's Black Magic. Oh my God, this is chalk a block with adventure. We have on the cover Lois Lane and Catwoman in a hair-pulling girl fight. Superman transformed into a cat in a kryptonite cage with a helpful sign. This is Super Pussycat, formerly Superman, Habitat Kryptonite Cage. Like he's a zoo exhibit. He's literally the only exhibit in Catwoman's headquarters, in, as in we'll her see. Catacombs. With special guest villain, the penguin. <laughs> Good night. We have everything in this story. And Let's just, just wait. We haven't even scratched the surface. Scratched the surface. <laughs> <laughs> Great Krypton. We see on the splash page, these enraged cats are ripping my Clark Kent clothes to shreds. It's Superman in a pit full of cats. And with Lois hypnotized into thinking she's Catwoman, there's no telling what she'll do when she finds out that I'm Superman. Right. Now, I have a problem with this splash page. Why? Because everyone knows that the reason that Clark Kent's suits are all dark blue with a red tie is because there's some special kind of chemical formula on. Okay. That... I think is to prevent his clothes from being ripped up to shreds. Okay. And also so he can compress his Clark Kent clothes into his super pouch when he's super. <laughs> super pouch. Well, he's got a pouch in his cape and he oh, can okay. compress his suits like Flash does like in Flash his ring. Yep, in his ring. Yep. And slip his clothes in there. Yeah. Uh, someone will have to correct me, though, if that's actually the same chemical make, means that the clothes can't be ripped up. Because I might have made that part up. Well, we've certainly got. Uh, two or three listeners, and maybe one of them will know something. Sure. Yeah. Holy cats. Who's this female fiend who's sicking her big cat buddies on poor and vulnerable Clark Kent? Is it the Catwoman? Julie Newmar from the Batman TV show? Name check. Hello. Lee Merriweather from the <gasps> Batman movie? No, it's our own Lois. So why is this nice girl like her impersonating... <laughs> What? God, like it's just like I learned how to read. So why is this nice girl like her impersonating the queen of crime? To find out what's new, pussycat, and why. <laughs> what's new, pussycat? I know. Read this tale of feline felony as the princess of Plunder works a sinister spell on Superman himself with the, the Catwoman's Black, Black Magic. Now, see, you slipped into an Eartha Kit there who was not name-checked yet because she's on season three only. Well, that's okay. And that's the voice I'm going to use for her. Okay, Perfect. Perfect. One day, what are you keep messing with my levels for? Because you keep overloading the sound, and Fine, I don't I'll wanna... sit back. How's no, that? no, okay. don't change anything. Okay. Don't jinx it. <laughs> One day, high over startled Metropolis. Look, it's a plane. It's too big to be Superman. Good grief! It looks like a rock, a giant bird of Arabic legend. It can't be for real. Now, I would have been suspect of just a normal citizen of Metropolis name checking an ancient bird of mythology. But of course, they've grown up watching television in Metropolis. There's only three channels, and what do they show all day and night? Popeye cartoons. (laughs) And there's one color Popeye cartoon from the 40s that has a giant rock. What does it do? It flies around and goes, "Ah, ah, ah," (laughs) And then Bluto comes out and goes, Who's the most despicable, extraordinary fellow? You are Sinbad the Sailor. (laughs) And then he kidnaps Olive and they go into that fabulous 3D cave of wonders. And Popeye comes and knocks that rock and turns it into a chicken thigh. And doesn't she have like just a couple lines that are looped all the time? Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Popeye. 
<laughs> so here we are at the Daily Planet office as Lois Lane and Clark Kent watch. Clark, it's dropping thousands of leaflets. It's an aircraft. How does it work? If only I had Superman's X-ray vision. Ha ha, guess what? Lois Clark Kent does have Superman's X-ray vision because he's Superman and he sees it's some... Oh, who's that Italian inventor? Leonardo da Vinci. Da Vinci, that's the one. He's some kind of da Vinci device with a helicopter thing and a structure inside it, a man operating it. It's dropping leaflets like it's bird poop all over Metropolis. Moments later, Harvey Hawks. He's the millionaire bird fancier who owns some of the rarest feathered creatures on Earth. The collection must be worth a fortune. Yes. Well, they're reading an announcement yes. that says, Announcing the grand opening of the Metropolis Bird Sanctuary, August 25th, at Phoenix Castle, sponsored by Harvey Hawks. Just then, Perry gets a flash off the AP newswire. The penguin has escaped from prison. The warden is about to give the details on a national TV hookup. So, the penguin, he's one of Batman's cleverest enemies. Turn off your Max Fleischer Popeye cartoons, everyone, because here comes the warden of the prison on your TV screens. Yes, the penguin, our most infamous jailbird, escaped by the use of a fiendishly clever trick, which he pulled. <laughs> at a party for the prison guard's children. Well, I've never been to prison, but I am not sure if I worked in a prison that I would bring my children to the prison where I work with for human a criminals party. Well, you know for a what? party. I have been to a work party where children were invited. It was not held at work. <laughs> it's held off-site yeah. at some Place pleasant for children, not the prison yard, where the prisoners are allowed to come out and entertain the children. That's not a good idea. No, it isn't. <laughs> Foolishly, we permitted our pudgy prisoner to entertain the tots with an electronic hummingbird he mm -hmm. invented. That's a great, good idea. Mm -hmm. uh, the, peng the penguin has invented a hummingbird which hums at a very loud decibel level. So these children who've been dragged... Dressed up, mind you. Dressed, dressed up to party, you know, 60s children party clothes. To a party in prison. Yes. Are now running, screaming, covering their ears. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thanks. But somehow the penguin is allowed to return to his cell with still the vibrating hummingbird. And Which the wall crumbles and out he walks. As the warden finishes his story, Clark says... This is page one stuff. So long, Lois. I'm, what? I'm heading for the prison to, I didn't, to interview the witnesses and get some pictures. Are you all right? I'm sorry. I was stifling a yawn. Oh, maybe so, you should go back to sleep. No, no, no. It's one of those things where I'm still, like, we had a super, super long nap, and my body is, like, waking up still from it. Okay, so he says, this is page one stuff. So long, Lois. I'm heading for the prison to interview the witness and get some pictures. You know who shouldn't be wearing horizontal stripes? Who? The penguin. Oh, yeah, right? He's kind of a full-figured guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Superman flies down to the alley and changes clothes and is going to contact Batman at once mm -hmm. because uh, Batman is really who should be apprehending the Penguin. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Lois realizes that the Penguin always uses bird themes for his crimes, and I bet he's interested in this grand opening of the Metropolis Bird Sanctuary. So she heads off to Phoenix Castle. Uh, this exhibit is going to have some of the rarest and most valuable feathered creatures in the world. 
Uh, so Lois does a comic tiptoe walk past the sleeping guard <laughs> in front of the castle. Being uh, sure not to step on her heels. Right. Right. And uh, what and do who's we that, have? Cl- who's that uh, guard look like? Milton Berle? Uh, I think he looks like Will Rogers. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Will Rogers. Okay, yep, yep. So we've got a bowerbird of the South Pacific, which collects glittering objects and stones the way some people collect jewels. Mm-hmm. We've got penguins in refrigerated cases to duplicate their normal environment, but that makes Lois sad. Of course. Because that reminds her of their namesake, the penguin. Yeah. A fine feathered felon may be here right now. Right. And what does she see then? The shadow of an umbrella. And the penguin's trademark is his trick umbrella. I was right. He must be over there. Just then a bird flies overhead and starts dropping egg bombs on Lois. Hmm. Sure, it's an egg. Yeah, it's an egg. Yeah. Mm. She blacks out. It's gas. And where do you think she wakes up? In a cage of glass. A glass cage. And all the birds are gone. Replaced by jaguars, panthers, and ocelots. What? Every species of savage cat in the world. Luckily, there's a hole cut in the <laughs> floor of the glass, and there's a tray of food outside. Those heels that she's wearing look impossibly uncomfortable, don't sure, they? Sure, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she seems like a flat heel gal. Or uh, like a, a sensible modest shoe. pump, but yeah, not a modest those two-inch pump. stilettos. Yeah, because she's, uh, she's an ace reporter. Uh-huh. She doesn't care. They look uncomfortable, especially how she's sitting right now. What if she has to run somewhere or comically (laughs) tiptoe? So, yeah, you wake up, uh, you've been gassed, you wake up in a glass cage and there's a plate of food outside to eat it. It's fine. At least it has a tasteful sandwich and a cup of soup. No, say a mug of soup and some milk. Mm -hmm. I like, I could go for some milk, soup, and a sandwich right now. What kind of... If the milk uh, was made out of vodka. (laughs) What kind of sandwich do you think it is? I would say bologna and American cheese. Well, are you sure that looks like olive loaf? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my love. God. All of love is the best. It really is. Uh, although I could go for some uh, Braunschweiger. Braunschweiger. And a beer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How about Kiesa Kleine? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, in Austria. If you go to Austria and if you go to the opera outside, they have food carts. Um, and if you say you want a hot dog mit Kiesa Kleine, they take. A loaf of French bread, mm-hmm. jam it down onto a heated spike. They cut the end off, jam it down yeah. on a heated spike, yeah. They fill the inside with mustard mm-hmm. and hot cheese, mm-hmm. and then they shove the wiener down in there. Yeah. There you go. Give you a beer, two so bucks. You, unlike the the American hot dog where the, where the bread is split on top and right. the wiener's placed on top, it is just put in there, so it's very convenient to eat and great I'll with a beer. Say. Uh, so just then a tiger attacks the cage. He swats that food out of her hand and tries to hump the cage, it looks like to me. <laughs> I think he wants to, a meal. I don't think he's really interested in humping the cage. I, I don't know. Now, she wants to know who has trapped her here and where did these ferocious felines come from? And the answer is the cat, cat woman. woman. She's one of Batman's arch foes. She always uses cats. For the inspiration of her crime. Hello, Miss Lane. Raja and I were playing a little cat and mouse game with you. But, 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 but I was expecting the penguin. He sent one of his birds to attack me. That was my cat bird, my dear. The only bird I can tolerate. It's 
egg bomb caused your little cat nap. Stop pussyfooting. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the shadow of an umbrella on the wall. You know that's a sure sign of the penguin. Oh, you must have seen the shadow of my cat claws. Mm, it's true. She's demonstrating with showing shadow puppet on the wall. Just then. Okay. We put the last of the birds to sleep with the dream fog. We're loading them into the trucks right now. What next, Catwoman? Dream fog. Dream fog. Dream fog. That's like, Is that a brand name? It must be. Like some like, like Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh now, Lois is released from the cage and Catwoman hands her a costume. It says, put this on or I will have Raja here convince you with his claws and roar. Oh, he takes a swipe at her. Yes, he does. So Lois puts it on. It's another Catwoman costume. Now Lois is a carbon copy of Catwoman, except, of course, Catwoman's evil, so she has longer hair. Yes. Oh, are you perplexed, my dear? A lot of cat buns Mm -hmm. coming up. Uh... She follows Catwoman into the next room. Catwoman has a cat's eye ring with which she hypnotizes Lois. It takes control of her brain. And Catwoman explains that she has used a cataleptic hypnosis. Forget your past as Lois Lane from now on. You're the Catwoman. (laughs) She says, meow. I understand. As the Countess of Crime, you'll use this cat kit which contains your feline weapons, including a catarang, which is even more dangerous than Batman's batarang. Thanks. Remember, you're the world's greatest female feline. You'll use all the predatory skills of a cat, understand? Perfectly. But what are all those eyes staring at me? Yeah, so this is like that scene in Pee-wee's Big Adventure where the eyeballs are in the dark behind him and he flips on the light and it's all giant cats. Yeah. (laughs) Um, She says... You really want to know? Then meet some of my feline friends I invited to your opening performance as Catwoman. They don't well, attack her, of course. They don't, because Lois is going to test her cat kit. She's got a catnip perfume in her belt buckle that will cause the cats to obey her every command. She demonstrates by sticking her head right in the mouth of a lion. No trouble. Gentle as kittens they're acting around her. But... Catwoman informs her she can turn them into savage beasts whenever she pleases. Now, True that. Catwoman's ultimate scheme is to have Lois kill the penguin, which mm-hmm. I'm also going to object to because, canonically, Catwoman does not murder. She doesn't. The one line she will not cross. No. Mm-hmm. She just burgles and tries to have sex with Batman. <laughs> So, but she's leaving Lois there as Catwoman, thinking that the penguin's on his way, and she wants Lois to kill the penguin. Right. Meanwhile, Catwoman and her henchmen take all these rare birds and vamoose, because she has a plan to sell these valuable birds and then retire. She just came out of retirement. I know. She must have run out of money. Probably. Yeah. She's going to sell these birds, get her money back, retire, and leave Lois Lane to take the rap for all her crimes as Catwoman and go to prison for life. Well, that seems like a really good plan. I'm sure it'll work out exactly yeah, yeah, as she sure. expected. Meanwhile, Superman has joined Batman, who has searched everywhere for the Penguin, but there is no sign of him. Even Superman's telescopic vision hasn't been able to locate him anywhere in Metropolis or Gotham City. On the street below, 
A crowd gathers for a spectacular event. Holy Hitchcock, look, the birds are coming. Yes, down the street comes a dazzling parade of feminine VIPs. It's the Lennon sisters. <laughs> no, no, actually, much better than that. It's First Lady, Lady Bird Johnson, and her daughters, Lucy Bird Johnson, now Lucy Baines Johnson, and Linda Bird Johnson. Mm -hmm. Of course, they all had to have the initials LBJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they were not aware that they could have children, but then they had these two daughters, so it was a big event. Now, as First Lady, you probably know, Rob, that Lady Bird Johnson broke new brown by interacting directly with Congress and employing a press secretary and making a solo electioneering tour on behalf of her husband. My goodness. She advocated beautifying the nation's cities and highways, and of course, in this comic, it is a float that says, keep Metropolis clean and make our city beautiful. Mm hmm the Highway Beautification Act was informally known as Lady Bird's Bill. Hmm. She received the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 1977 and the Congressional Gold Medal in 1984, the highest honors bestowed upon a U.S. civilian. She is consistently ranked in Siena College Research Institute surveys as one of the most highly regarded American First Ladies per historian's assessments. Okay. Now, Linda Bird, Johnson Robb is the elder daughter of the 36th U.S. President Linda B. Johnson and former First Lady Lady Bird Johnson. She served as chairwoman of the Board of Reading is Fundamental, okay, the nation's largest children's literacy organization, as mm -hmm. well as chairwoman of the President's Advisory Committee for Women. She's a magazine editor. Editor. Who served as First Lady of Virginia from 1982 to 86 and as Second Lady of Virginia from 1978 to 1982. She is the oldest living child of a U.S. president following the death of John Eisenhower in 2013. Hmm. She was educated at the National Cathedral School for Girls. I've worked there. And graduated from the University of Texas at Austin, a member of Zeta Tau Alpha sorority. Wow. Now Lucy Baines Johnson. Listen to this. Hey, are the birds, is, is it really spelled B-A-R-D? Yeah. Okay, so they're, they aren't related to the West Virginia birds, B-Y-R-D. No. Okay. Uh, Lucy Baines, L-U-C-I, was originally spelled L-U-C-Y, mm -hmm. but she changed the spelling of her name My. in her teens as rebellion towards her parents. My goodness. As her parents both had the initials L-B-J, they named their two daughters to have these initials also. Hmm. Okay, so we see them on a float. Yes. I'm not done with her yet. She's oh. uh, still not done rebelling. Although her father was a member of the Christian Church Disciples of Christ, her mother was Episcopalian, and she and her older sister, sister Linda Bird, were raised as Episcopalians. But she, Lucy, converted to Roman Catholicism, the Papists, at the age of 18 when she requested and received conditional baptism. Huh. Now, she had been baptized with water and in the name of the Trinity at five months old by an Episcopal priest in Austin. Her rebaptism caused protests from leading figures in the Episcopal Church, which made headlines, as the Roman Catholic teaching does not require converts who are already baptized to receive baptism a second time. So she just did it because she wanted to. Yeah, just to, because. To, to, out of spite. Out of spite to her parents. Mm. I don't know what she's doing these days, but probably up to no good. I became Catholic when I was 18. I know. Did you have to get rebaptized? No. Because you baptized already been, hundreds right, of times. I was going to say, probably dunked right in the river, right? Oh, I don't know what I did. I used to do altar calls and whatnot. I wanted to be saved. I was hoping to get the gay out of me. Never worked, though. No. No, it doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. No. Because you were born this way. Yes. Lady Gaga said so. Yes. 
I had a dream about Lady Gaga last night. <gasps> what? I mean, it wasn't about her, but she was there. She was in it. What was she doing? I don't know. Just Supporting like, cast? Yeah. Mm. You know how it is. Yeah. I'm always the star of my own show. but Of course. She was hanging around. You have the best dreams. I love hearing about I your really dreams. I really do. I wish I could remember the details of this one because it was a beaut. Mm. Anyway, this float has an eagle on top of it. And who do you think is hiding up there? The penguin. Where, is he, where is he hiding? Well, he's in some of the... Greenery. It's like a, one of, a rose parade float. It's all made of greenery. Okay, yeah, yeah. If you'll notice, even the Secret Service car is made of rose petals. <laughs> <laughs> the parade ends and the penguin makes his way to Phoenix Castle, where he imagines all of these uh, rare birds are. Right. He uses his helicopter umbrella to get over the walls and into the castle, where he meets... Best. Lost Lane, oh, dressed Lane, as Catwoman. Cat okay, yes. So she is uh, going to fulfill her mission and murder the penguin. She murder him. Flings that. I mean, the catarang. Penguin right. first of all proposes marriage. I mean, because yeah. why not? Uh, then she throws that catarang, which looks like it could do some damage. Seriously, it's got giant teeth. It's like the size of a whale jaw with giant teeth on it. Well, they're claws, but yes. Right, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, penguin falls out the window. Luckily. Uh, lands in the two inches of water in the fountain <laughs> in the courtyard. And just then, who do you think arrives? Superman, Batman, and Robin. The world's finest team. Yeah. Penguin thinks he can just go inside the running water of the fountain and be hidden, but of course... Superman uses his freeze yeah. breath and turns the falling water into bars. Classic Superman. <laughs> uh, Batman and Robin head off to jail with the Penguin, and Superman puts his Clark Kent clothes back on because <laughs> he thinks to himself, I'll need to account to Perry White for my time. Is he an hourly employee? How? How? Does he have a time clock? Apparently. God. So... But he's always covering things, and so is Lois. I know. Surely they're salaried. Oh, you would think. But this means Perry White is a micromanager. <laughs> I never would have thought it to be a micromanager, just a big yeller. Bloviating Great goes. I read a story this week about someone whose manager did make them like right, account for their time down to the 15-minute mark. Really? And uh, had to submit a written report every week. And so this guy was... Writing, sending the reports in and would put things in like, if you say the phrase watermelon nightmare, I'll give you free ice cream for a week. And so he knew the manager wasn't reading the reports. So something went wrong, you know, and this poor guy that was writing up the reports was going to get blamed for it. And he put it up on the screen in front of all the big bosses. And he said, no, here's my report where I detailed this problem and suggested a solution uh -huh. several months ago. And it was never acted upon. And blah, blah, blah. So, of course, the boss, the micromanager boss got fired. Oh, that's <laughs> a great story. I'll say. Now, Clark Kent creeps into this castle and encounters a Catwoman, but he uses his X-ray vision and finds it's Lois Lane. Now, that is something very, very interesting, isn't it? What do you mean? That he uses his cat, uh, his extra vision. Yeah, why? And sees it as the... Well, because we're going to encounter something later on. Well, yes. yes. But. Yeah. Uh, now, he demands to know what she's doing in that Catwoman costume. He says, Lois, 
What are you doing in that Catwoman costume? She says, Lois, my name is Selina Kyle. I'm the Catwoman. Sworn foe of Batman and Superman, too. I'll prove it. I guess they know that her name is Selina Kyle, that Catwoman is actually Selina Kyle. I do recall, yes, that her identity, like, I think for a while she turned good. Uh And so she revealed her identity and tried to help Batman out. But then she turned bad again. Okay. She had a brother who was the king of cats. And then, of course, there's also a cat man that was involved in all this old mess. So God. Yeah, you know, rich people get so bored. They have to have some hobbies Mm -hmm. somewhere. So Clark Kent plays his timid act. And climbs down into this pit that's inexplicably in the middle of the courtyard. So she sends these wild cats down to kill him. He's trapped in the pit. She's, I mean, she she's no Lois Lane, that's for sure. She doesn't believe she's Lois Lane because no. she's going to have him torn to bits. So they rip off his Clark Kent clothes, which of course reveals his indestructible Superman outfit. And she says, Clark Kent, you're really Superman. Oh, yeah. oh, he says, oh, the fat's in the fire now. She's uncovered by secret identity. But since Lois is in a hypnotic state, she'll probably forget all this when she snaps out of it. If not, I'll just give her a super kiss and make her forget everything. Oh, a super like kiss. Like in the movies. Mm. Do you think that really works? Oh, I don't know. Let's mm. try it out later. Mm. So just then, the real Catwoman flies her cat car it looks like when uh, ace and gary's ambiguously gay duo yeah, car it does with a giant cat face on the end uh-huh. of it that's gonna give me a nightmare <laughs> uh she can't help herself because she's curious like all cats so in mm-hmm. she comes into the courtyard she sees that lois has apprehended superman all she wanted her to do was kill the penguin and look what's happened now now superman punches out these cats oh, those poor cats and then grabs picks them up by their tail and flies them to the zoo. Yes, to the Metropolis Zoo, where they can't harm anyone. Uh, you wait here. I'll return and try to bring you out of the Catwoman's hypnotic influence, Lois. So now, real Catwoman knows that Superman knows that Lois is hypnotized and is not yes. the real Catwoman. And this could fit into Catwoman's plans perfectly. So what does she do to Lois? She, uh... Well, she's... Well, she grabs her by the belt buckle. Throws her into a giant cage again. Unhypnotizes her. Yeah. And steals back her cat kit. How does she unhypnotize her? Uh, it doesn't say. Oh, it says instance later. So it happened in, uh, off screen. Yeah. Okay. Um, Lois says Superman's going to find me. And when he does, why I'll... <laughs> And Catwoman says, he won't even bother looking for you because I'm going to waltz out this door with longer hair than you had moments ago. And he's not even going to think of using his x-ray vision again. To and see probably a different mask. height and probably different dimensions. And voice, yes. And, yes. and uh, We all know how stupid men can be. I'll say. Now, here comes Superman to help poor deluded Lois. And now it's Catwoman impersonating his friend. <laughs> <laughs> So, he doesn't realize he's talking to the real Catwoman. Mm-mm. She says, oh, here we go. You could be right, Superman. Give me a super kiss. It might help restore my memory. He says it's worth a try. Here a we super go. kiss might shock her back to normal. There they go. She thinks that's the cat's meow. Mm. But she's got other plans for Lois's favorite carrier pigeon. Uh, the kiss doesn't work. 
But Catwoman's playing it off like, well, maybe a little. Maybe I am Lois. Maybe if you fly me to my secret lair, the catacombs, I'll remember everything. Well, how does Lois doesn't know where the catacombs are? Exactly. And he says, it's a good idea. If you can guide me there, it'll prove you're the real Catwoman. If not, you'll have to admit you're actually Lois suffering from a delusion. So why doesn't he use his x-ray vision? I don't. Is it because he really, truly believes that she's not Catwoman, that it's Lois Lane? Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll find out later that he's... Uh... He's kissed her. She's got longer hair. She, she's got to look somewhat different. She, I mean, her face does, even into that mask. It looks sure. Lois. More evil. Mm. Uh, so they fly off into the sky, not knowing actually where the catacombs are. Meanwhile, Lois is in this cage made of unbreakable glass. But if her guess is right, the... Green overhead is some kind of thin plastic. Luckily, there are bird feathers on the ground, which she can wrap around her hands, <laughs> and a bird swing hanging from the ceiling. And using her acrobatic skills, you know, as well as being a trained nurse, she's a trained acrobat. And a reporter. And she knows Clucor, the Kryptonian martial art. Is there anything she can't do? Land a husband. Or know that Clark Kent and Superman are one of the same people. I think she knows that, though. Okay. You know my theory on that. Mm. So she swings on this trapeze, somehow flips around so that instead of her feet heading up toward the ceiling, it's her hands, and she takes off just like a rocket with her hands wrapped in feathers so they're not harmed, and she flies about, what, 50 yards onto the balcony of the castle? I She is a seasoned, well-toned gymnast. I told you. She's trained. That was, And probably she's a good actress, too. Like uh, the people from Captain uh, Storm, the army brigade that had to be trained actors. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Right. Well, that was a long time ago. But How do you know these things? Listen, you got oh, you grew re- up on comics. Review the archives once yeah. in a while. Okay. I don't even listen to our show. <laughs> That's true. I... I, I, do the to, I do listen to the show. So out into the courtyard, the cat car is still there. So Lois gets in. She doesn't know where the catacombs are, but guess what? There are, uh, what do you call it? Autopilot buttons. Oh, my God. I love this rotary dial thing. It's not actually a rotary dial. It's fashioned to look like one, but they're just yes, buttons. Just buttons, but we've got... Uh, St. Louis, Chicago, <laughs> Chicago Metropolis, Metro- Gotham City, New whatever, New York, Los An- New York, and Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Well, that's a, that's a quite a long. So this is all autopilot, right? Yeah, yeah. So what? She could just basically push the button and take a cat nap. Well, let's push this button that says catacombs and see what happens. Off she goes, right out of the castle. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Wow. Vroom, vroom, bitches. Vroom, vroom. Meanwhile, the real Catwoman approaches the catacombs which she identifies by the giant cat face carved into the cliff outside. That's a dead giveaway. Great Krypton. The formation looks exactly like the fangs of a giant cat, Superman says, and in they fly. The rocky fangs yawn, so I guess it has an opening and closing aperture. Yeah. Uh, Some automatic mechanism opened the cliff like the mouth of a giant cat, and indeed it is the catacombs, the Catwoman's lair. Lois, how'd you know about this place? I I must have been here before. I'm not sure. Or else I just saw the giant cat face carved on the rock outside. Now, this catacombs has computer banks, a nice stereo system, (laughs) filing cabinets full of cat astrophy bombs and cat orangs and cat occlism 
Blankets. of crime. And a catalog. Okay, a catalog, sorry. Catalog, yes. Of those four things, the catalogs are the only things that belong in filing cabinets. Yeah. I wouldn't keep weapons. Not in... keep rockets in filing cabinets no. with drawers. No. I mean, they're easier to find that way. I but... suppose. Her henchmen are inside on their lexophone. They see the Superman's there. What has she gone nuts? Why'd she bring Superman here? <laughs> well, they're going to lie low and see what happens. Catwoman's now showing off her weapons. Look, cat whisker guns. What? She's got cat whisker guns oh, out of that filing cabinet. Look at that. I wonder what they do. All of these wonderful cat what weapons. What cat whisker guns do? Do you suppose uh, they put whiskers on people? They probably stretch out like you fire it and it stretches out like whiskers, like in a net or oh, something. Oh, probably, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, I see all these weapons, but I don't know how to use them. Why is that, Superman? Because you're not really Lois Lane, not the Catwoman. You're not villainous at all. Yeah. I wonder what this stick is for. Superman doesn't dream that this is the wand the sorceress Circe once used to turn Ulysses' men into swine. I found it recently in Italy. There should be enough magic left in it for one more transformation. Okay. You found a magic wand used by Circe. Mm -hmm. So... Number one, you've confirmed that Circe was not a mythological character, but was in fact historically real. This is the comic. This is the comic world. Yes. Number two, you have found an ancient artifact, not where it should be in Greece, but in Italy. <laughs> yes. Number three, you have already stated that you want to retire. Yeah. Why are you stealing Steal birds? Steal the wand. Right. Sell it. Use its magic. Mark it up. Sell it on. Right. Okay, yeah. Now, everyone knows that Superman is vulnerable to magic, so this should work. Then she says the stupidest spell you would ever imagine. Go the ahead. Incantation. Wand of Circe, change this dunce into a super cat at once. Bring. It actually works. It works. It actually works. It changes Superman into... Oh, this is a great sequence. It's... Uh, Better than American Werewolf in London transformation <laughs> scene. Or that show we used to watch in the 80s, Manimal. Oh, Manimal. <sighs> um, all right, so Superman changes into a little black cat with a red S on its chest and a yellow collar and a cape. Now, I'm being turned into a meow. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I really am Catwoman. This magic wand changed you into a super cat, which must obey my every command. According to Circe's spell, you must follow all orders I give you in rhyme. Forget your anger, forget your anger, do no harm. Rest gently on my arm. <laughs> I'm going to try rhyming spells with our cat, Mr. Willoughby. Mm. I was trying to film him yesterday. Mm -hmm. As you know, I make little rehearsal videos for my children's choir and i always put an animal in because that means they'll watch it right uh so i was trying to hold mr willoughby and he would not have it he just had to wriggle out of my arms he prefers to lie on his back than to lie on his belly well what he prefers is not important to me when i've got videos to make <laughs> of course i went with it i'm a good improviser but of course the very best maybe i'll try lay on your front and do not squirm or else I'll turn you into a worm. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, back to the story. Catwoman always <laughs> dreamed of owning a super cat. You know, and I've now, always dreamed of owning a cat. 
Well, you have one now. I know. I'm so happy having a cat. He's a delight, Mm. except when he's not. And now, with this powerful feline at my beck and call, I'll once again be the queen of crime. You wanted to retire, Catwoman. Mm. Like five minutes ago, you wanted to retire. You had it all planned out. And now you're queen of crime again. God. Fickle. Just like a cat and a woman. (laughs) Now, Lois, in the kitty car, has... Plunged into the mouth of the How'd cave. How'd she get up that mountain? Well, the car can fly. How did Catwoman get over the wall into the courtyard? Oh, it flies, true. I guess. I guess. Or does big cat leaps. She real. Oh, yeah, probably. That's why it's got paws on the front of it. Mm-hmm. She realizes instantly where she is in the catacombs. And she does not know that Catwoman can see her on the lexophone. Oh, boy, man. Now. The lexophone. I wish I had a lexophone. Catwoman is ready for Lois. She's going to (laughs) release the cage full of weird giant cats, which she bred experimentally. Again, sell the patent. Catwoman is incredible. She doesn't realize her own value, does she? No. No. Well, that's not her fault. She grew up in mid-century America. She's not meant to value her own contributions to society, but she can uh, genetically alter cats into weird beasts like lizards and... There's a rhino cat and a some kind of a luck dragon cat. Falcor. Yes. Does that one have a unicorn? Yes. Little plating one, like an armor? Armadillo plating and a unicorn horn. Wow. And one eye. One eye. And they're all attacking Lois. Now here comes Super Cat. Meow, meow. And Lois thinks she's done for, but what a switch. The super cat is charging those other fiendish felines. But does he have a chance against their giant fangs and claws? Mm. Yes, he does, because he's got super strength and he remembers how to punch. Mm. A mere tap of its paws is enough to knock out one of the super weirdo beasts. Where did that super cat come from? As the battle ends, she says, Thanks, pal. For a minute, I thought you might be super gal's super pet, Streaky. But he has a golden fur and a lightning streak marks on his side. Yes, Lois understands now the cat is licking the S on its chest, and she understands that somehow Superman has been turned into a cat. Meow twice if I'm right. <laughs> meow, meow. <laughs> now Catwoman appears up on the catwalk, and uh, Superman or Super Cat takes off to attack her, but Catwoman says, nope. You must obey me. It is written. Be mild and gentle as a kitten. And he calms down. Catwoman puts him into a pre-staged kryptonite cage. Oh, my God. Where she's going to keep him prisoner. Well, it's going to kill him. Yes, it is going to kill him. She does, does she doesn't know it's the green kryptonite can kill him? I guess not. She says, she, I originally meant this cage for Supergirl's cat Streaky. Well, Streaky's getting a lot of play in this issue yeah, without yes. actually appearing then i learned he's not from krypton how how did you learn that uh, well, are they publishing that in the newspaper she's not been working she's been retired she has a lot of time on her hands she has a lexaphone i know but that seems like something if you had a super cat if you were part of the super family why would you say oh by the way we also have this cat but it's not from krypton it just mm. has superpowers that would make you think that it was possible for anyone to get superpowers, which in fact it should be because Streaky gets his powers from X Kryptonite, which Supergirl invented. Mm. You can just give it to anybody. Her boyfriend, Dick Malvern, <laughs> Batman, anybody. I don't know. Ace the Bat Hound. 
<laughs> now you're just name checking everything. Now, uh, Lois knows that this is killing the cat. She's up. She goes to fight Catwoman, claw and hair pulling. Coming up, the cat fight of the century. Will the dynamic crime fighter perish in the deadly cage? Can our daring chick win out over the devious cunning of the diabolical Catwoman and her despicable cronies? Will we ever run out of DC gags? <laughs> See the next issue of Lois Lane. The end. The end. But it's not the end for us, is it? Well, we discussed this earlier. Now, last time we did a two-part episode where we covered two issues in two weeks. Yes. I didn't hear any feedback from listener about that, so I don't know. You want to you end it right here? We could. I think we should. We have the power. Yeah. First of all, I just have to read this one letter in here. Okay. Uh, no, I don't think it's in here. What? Never mind. It's in the other one. I'll get to it. Okay. Anyway, <clears throat> give me a minute. This week, Superman's girlfriend Lois Lane, number 71. Cover date, January 1967. Cover price, 12 cents. Cover artist, Kurt Schaffenberger. Edited by Mort Weisinger. Featuring... Bad Luck for a Black Supercat, written by Leo Dorfman, art by Kurt Schaffenberger. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go go! Lois and the Pussycat. Lois and the Pussycat. Yeah! Lois and the Pussycat. I probably have that song on my iTunes somewhere. I plugged it in here, but I just thought, you know, we're on the fly. We took a little break, didn't we? So, listener, you just... Give us some feedback. We're on all the social medias. If you like two-part episodes, week one, week two. If you like us doing a whole entire story in one week. Or if you like our old way of uh, doing the first part on one episode and then the second part on another episode like- several months later. Oh, sure. <laughs> I don't care. This is unusual because we had that situation. Well, yes, last we just, week. as yes. you'll remember, we yes. had trouble. And uh, anyway, Lois and Catwoman are fighting. Right. Catwoman pulls out the magic wand of Circe, which she miraculously found in Italy. Yes. And uh, she's going to turn Lois into a mouse because Superman's a cat in a kryptonite cage. He's oh going to be dead soon, but God. he might as well have a nice final meal. And of course, Lois is still wearing that costume. Yes, the costume. And yes. Lois backs into something labeled cataclysmic grenades. Oh, brother, that doesn't sound good. Mm-mm. Suddenly, she's engulfed by a weird, awesome force, which she assumes is the wand's magic power, whirling her about like a leaf in a hurricane. An instant later, Lois finds herself grotesquely transformed. Yipes, it worked. I've been turned into a mouse. Eek! So Catwoman plucks up Lois Mouse, plops her right into Super Cat's cage. You almost said streaky, didn't you? Almost, yes. Mm-hmm. And he cannot uh, resist his cat instincts. He's going to eat this mouse. Oh, this is horrible. Yep. And he's Super Cat, so he's going to really kill her. Now Lois is trying to remind him of his code against killing squeak 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 <laughs> um he knocks her against the bars of the cage she goes unconscious but then she wakes up an instant later to find that she's human that mouse routine was only a dream no she's supposed to be a mouse she was what why because mice have 
fur that extends down to the end of their tail. Rats oh, don't. Oh, for heaven's sake. What? Sakes. Look at the tail. I see it. She does look like a rat. Yeah. Maybe that's just Catwoman's little joke. Hmm. Uh, Officer Daly is here. Glad to see her. Okay, Miss Lane. Mm. You've been unconscious for some time. That I can't do an Irish accent. Yeah, sure, that's it's fine for our listeners, except some listeners, perhaps an international listener. Yeah, might so laugh our international you. fans will be. Uh, uh, now you are perfectly safe, Miss Lane. Batman and Robin captured the Catwoman and her gang, and they are being taken to jail. But what hit the catacombs? An earthquake or an artillery barrage? From what the gang told us, you infiltrated the catacombs in disguise. Oh, sorry, disguise. Catwoman was about to attack you when you accidentally fell against one of her weapons. She triggered a cataclysm grenade, which vibrated and shook the place apart. And then Batman and Robin were in their own Batcave, and they said... The earthquake epicenter seems to be just to the west of the city limits, Robin. Holy rock fault. There may be casualties. Let's hurry out there and try to help. You're unconscious. <laughs> You're unconscious. But the Catwoman still had some fight in her. The dynamic duel put the gang on ice before. Oh, that's a really bad okay. Irish accent. You I'll try. try. <clears throat> you were unconscious, but the Catwoman still had some fight in her. No, no, no. Fighting there? That's no. The dynamic duo put the gang on ice before we got here, though. Then we revived you. (laughs) You have the Irish person traveling to so many different regions. We revived you. Coming along. Oh, my God. No, thanks. She's going to stay there in the catacombs for a while. Because no one's cared about Supercat. They left this poor cat dying in a crypt. Dying in the cage. Look at him. Uh... She thinks Catwoman deliberately left him there to die in the kryptonite cage. Of course she did. But she's going to get him, take him home, and try to transform him back with Circe's wand. Again, another stupid spell. Change the spell. Restore the norm. Cat, resume your human form. Meow. It didn't work. No. Of course, because he's not human. He's Kryptonian. Yeah. Lois. Oh, what? Ooh, well, for human form. Well, it doesn't matter because the wand's out of power. So Lois is going to take the cat with her, go to the jail to talk to Catwoman. She takes him to the Huskow. She says, please, try to turn him back. If you do, uh, I'll do anything you ask. And Catwoman says, all right. If he breaks open those bars for me, I will turn him back. Instantly, the desperate... Desperate Supercat reacts. Yes. Supercat, no! You can't help a criminal escape! He's eating his way and bending his way through the bars. But Lois reminds him that he's a superhero. He can't let a criminal out of jail. Anyway, Catwoman says, I couldn't help him anyway. He's doomed to remain a feline until he dies, and I'm glad. (laughs) Bitch, what a bitch. You could have retired, Catwoman. Could have sold that wand. Everybody's better off. You could have lived a better life. You could have made better choices, Catwoman. So Lois gets her dream. Now she gets to live with Superman. Only he's a cat. Well, it could be worse. She could be a centaur. That's true. Or a horse or Well, if she was a centaur, then she could marry Comet, remember? Yes, I do. That's why I referenced it. I see. Good Mm -hmm. for you. Well done. Thank you. Now, luckily, she's got a typewriter in her bedroom. And what do you think? Oh, my God. I laughed out loud when I read this. Why? Because of Toonsis, the cat who could drive. Yes. Yes. When Toonsis crashed through the wall of the sheriff's office and then jumped onto the typewriter and went... 
My name is Toots is the cat. <laughs> yes, Superman uses the typewriter and types on it. It's the best. Lois, colon, don't despair, period. I'll stay here with you until we find a way to switch me back, exclamation point. Oh, that means he, he knows how to use the grammar. shift bar. Yes. Yes. Now, the question is, did he put two spaces after that period? You know he did. You know he did. The Superman, that is uh, an accommodations issue. You cannot use two spaces after a period anymore. I don't care how you were raised. Lois says, you're typing out a message to me. You did find a way to speak to me. Now, Lois is in wedded bliss, sitting there in her comfy chair watching television, stroking her pussy. <laughs> in this case, she literally is stroking yes. her pussy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where She's watching the TV news. Where is Superman? The Man of Steel has not been seen for days. All Earth is growing anxious, fearing that some disaster might strike while he is gone. You know who else is anxious? Perry White, because Clark Kent has not punched his time card in several days. Exactly. He must be on a very important case. So Lois turns over. As we said, she's stroking her pussy, and Uh she says to Supercat, They don't know it, but disaster has already struck. (laughs) Now, Batman arrives. She's not even going to tell. Oh, I see what happens. Uh, Batman comes to visit and says, Lois, you may have been the last person to see Superman alive. The FBI wants you to report to the White House for <laughs> questioning. Can't they send someone out to her apartment to interview her? She's got to go to the White House. She's got to go to the White House. And I don't know how, you know, what, it was Metropolis in Delaware? Metropolis is in Delaware, okay, yes. So, so it's that's not that like far a Joe easy. Biden commute. It's yeah. fine. Maybe she'll ride the train with Joe Biden. Oh, wow. Uh... Now, Lois thinks that Superman is too embarrassed to reveal what really happened, even to Batman. Really? It seems like of it, anyone so far involved in the story, Batman would be a person that could figure out what to do. Exactly. A fast jet. Oh, she's going to take a jet. A jet? From Delaware to Washington. So, um, Okay. Yes. Did Lois get him a cat box? Oh. Right. He's not going to hold his... I mean, his he, his body functions like a cat body functions. Presumably. But yeah. he can fly. Like, he could just fly up to the roof or something. Where yeah. Pee and, pee and poop. Or yeah. he could be like Junebug, our dog, and just pee on the floor whenever he wants to. I'm so angry with her right now. I know. I don't understand what's going on with her. Our dog Junebug is a beagle who... Our beagles are notoriously hard to house train, but she's house trained. She's house trained. She literally goes outside and pees and poops whenever she wants. But just like once in a while, like twice, Out of a blue moon. twice a month, she just pees somewhere in the house. And it's usually a place where it's harder to get to than it would be for her to go outside. Yeah, it's very unusual. Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. You can also give us some tips on that. Let's oh, everybody's going to be telling us that she's trying to tell us that she's sick. She's not sick She's not with sick. that appetite. Trust oh, God. me. God, no, it's that's what cats do. Cats will start peeing outside of a litter box, or pooping outside of a litter box to say, you know, to tell you, hey, something's up with me. We had a cat when I was a child named Snowball. He was deaf, and uh, one time he peed in the stove burner so that when it was turned on the next day, it was a very bad smell. Oh my God, hot cat piss. And the vet Virgil McKee, uh-huh. he was an old timey vet with uh-huh. like the foot pedal saw to do the neutering and stuff <laughs> um he just said well he'll never stop he'll never stop peeing just better put him down and of course you know my mother she's oh put, she put a cat put she put a cat down. or a dog down at the looking at her suggestion yes <laughs> now uh lois arrives at the white house with a cat box with super cat inside mm-hmm. uh, of course they have to wand him to make sure it's not a security threat 
Uh, hey, how about that? A cat with a super cape. That Superman fat is all the rage now. Brother, you would pop your cork if you knew you were holding Superman himself in person. And speaking of beagles, the president will see you soon, Miss Lane. While you wait, your cat can join the first family's beagle pups at the, the milk, milk bar. bar. LBJ was famous for his beagles and infamous for he would just snatch them up by their ears and carry them around. Uh-uh. Yeah. By their ears. Yeah. Uh, well, they would cry out that, wouldn't I guess? No, I don't know. I wasn't there. I was impossibly young at that time. I okay. was just an infant. Mm-hmm. Uh, now. Now, we've had Lady Bird Johnson and her daughters in, that, in the last issue, and now we've got LBJ. Now, the, well, we don't have, oh, here, yes, we do have LBJ. And the first Beagles. Mm-hmm. The first Beagles. I'm trying to remember what LBJ's voice sounded like. Miss Lane. It probably sounded like my father. Miss Lane, our space scientists have landed a capsule on the moon, which contains experimental animals. Superman promised to return it to Earth. (gasps) Unless he rescues the creatures tonight, they'll die. Experimental creatures on the moon? Where's Supergirl? She could do it. Anyway, I can't tell you where Superman is, Mr. President, but if he made a promise, he'll keep it. You can count on that. Thank you, Miss Lane. We also landed a TV camera, which will send back the pictures of the rescue. (laughs) We haven't landed man on the moon yet, but we have landed a capsule full of animals and a TV camera camera. operational. Lois has been invited to the National Observatory to watch while he, while Superman retrieves the capsule. So Supercat flies off into space. Great Scott. The TV camera on the moon reveals a Supercat in Superman's place who is about to attack the capsule, which is filled with mice. (laughs) No! God, Lois is so upset. Good grief, Supercat is acting like a regular cat after mice. His swipe will smash the capsule as though it were tinfoil, which it probably is made of tinfoil. Probably. I don't know how he actually just punched it to earth, but that's exactly what he did. He did. The fabulous feline slap merely hurls the capsule earthward, earthward, where an automatic chute lands it safely at space headquarters. Wow, what a pitch! That Supercat threw a perfect strike right on target! And when the transformed Superman rejoins Lois, you're still my hero, but how I long to see you in your human form again. Then she throws him in a box. Back in Metropolis. (laughs) Supercat, I'm at my wit's end, but Lana Lang might have some ideas on how to switch you back to normal. What? Why? Where'd she come from all of a sudden? Wouldn't it be funny if uh, Lois had, like, somehow freaked out and she... (laughs) Super cat to the vet to get fixed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, everyone knows you can't do that. He can't even get a haircut because his hair is invulnerable. Yeah, well, anyway. Meanwhile, Lana is helping her father, Professor Lang, unpack the souvenirs of a recent archaeological trip. As you remember, when they went to the jungle and found Mm B-Boy, Lana's father is an archaeologist or something that finds rare things. Finds. Purchases things that are looted from tombs by people who are very, very poor and will go in and break into tombs to take these wonderful treasures. So he's got an emerald statue of the Egyptian god Horus. Say, what's this shriveled thing with claws I found wrapped in a papyrus? It's a gift for you, darling. A mummified cat paw (laughs) from the tomb of the magician King Roses. The hieroglyphics on the papyrus say the paw is a magic talisman which grants the owner one wish. So you've got extant 
papyrus from ancient Egypt, which you're using as wrapping paper for an old mummy paw that you're just giving to your daughter. Well, it does. Does it say it's wrapped in papyrus? On the papyrus. Oh, my God. On the papyrus. Yes, yes, you're right. Well, it's got directions. Mix one teaspoon vanilla (laughs) with one enchantment. Just think, if the cat's paw magic works, I could wish myself to be a queen. Or better yet, turn myself into a super being. Queen of what, Lana? Exactly. Queen of of what? Queen of the world? Queen of Metropolis. Homecoming queen. I imagine she probably already was. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. But who am I kidding? Ten to one, the cat's paw is a phony. Nobody with any sense believes in such crazy magic. Oh, here comes Lois. I wonder what she has in in that case. Well, what's my bad actors? It's great. Thank you. Lois tells her the story. You mean to tell me that Superman was turned into a super cat? That's a pretty wild tale, but the cat sure flies like Superman. Can you figure a way to change him back? Sob. <laughs> I've, I've wrecked my brains, but I'm at a dead end. Well, this cat's paw dad brought home from Egypt is supposed <laughs> to have the power to grant one wish. Of course, the whole idea is silly. Silly schmilly, for Pete's sake, try it! She's at a wit's end. It says, well, she also reads hieroglyphics. That comes in handy. Well, I think Lois has had it because she probably had to change Superman's litter box. And she's like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't. I don't want a cat. (laughs) It says to speak in rhyme. Of course it does. Mm -hmm. So, claw of cat to hand of man. Change super cat to Superman. You're no Longfellow, Lana, but something's happening. Well, shut, yeah, up, shut up, Lois. Lois. Your poem was horrible. Yeah. What is this? Meow, snarl. He's free. He's back in his own form. What a twist. It took a cat's paw to change him back to soup, from a super cat to a human. Ah, uh, look. The magic paw crumbled to dust. Lana, that... Cat's paw could have granted you anything you desired, yet you sacrificed your one wish for me. How can I ever thank you? You know the answer. I've always dreamed of being Mrs. Superman. Oh, my God. Poor Lois. Poor Lois. I know. She's lost him again. She Well, she was hypnotized into being Catwoman. She uh, sicked her tigers on him and her all of her creatures. She was locked into two glass cages. She was denied a sandwich, a cup of soup, and a glass of milk. Right? Uh Uh-huh. All these horrible things happened to her, and not to mention she hasn't been into work in God knows how long. Right. And she had to talk to LBJ. How's she going to account for her time? And Clark's. I wonder if she had to pay for that ticket on the Superjet. Oh, I don't know. And did she have to buy? Did she put him under the seat? Or did she have to buy another ticket for him? I don't know. Uh, I did want to read this one letter. Okay, good. Dear editor, I would like to know the chances of a romance between Lana Lang and Pete Ross. You know, Superboy's childhood friend who knows he's Clark Kent by accident. I don't think Superman I don't think Superman will ever get around to proposing to either Lois or Lana, and if he did, he would most likely pick Lois, true. Being a loyal Lana fan, I don't want her to suffer many lonely years waiting for a proposal that never comes. And after all, as revealed in action number one oh nine, Pete is wealthy. He's also handsome and could devote more time to Lana than Superman could. You could develop a romance between them for about a year 
after which they could wed. Furthermore, it would show Superman that Lana and Lois can't wait for him forever. Maybe he'd take the hint and ask Lois to be Mrs. Clark Kent. And if that doesn't do it, then Lana could team up with Lois in an effort to get Superman to pop the question. And Pete, after revealing he knows Superman's secret identity, could help convince the Man of Steel to marry Lois. Well, those are my ideas. If ye editor doesn't like them, you can't blame a Lana fan for trying signed Carl Garcia, San Jose, California. 37-year-old virgin. Well, it's just interesting because post-crisis on infinite Earths, Pete and Lana, Lana, who actually never left Smallville, she was like a small-town waitress or something, Pete and Lana did get married. And then Pete became president of the United States or something. I wasn't following closely really? at the time, yes. Really? But, but also, of course, in that period, multiverse reality, Superman was never Superboy. So Pete did not know that Superman was Superboy. Oh, okay. okay. Because there was no Superboy. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, listener, let us know. You can find us on all the social medias at GoGoCheckPod. Uh, if you like the two. Part two week stories. If you like the whole story wrapped up no, in one episode, no, you don't episode. like the whole story wrapped up in one episode. Why? Because it takes too long to record. God, yes. Uh, or if you just like the old thing where we do this story, then next week we'll do a war story, and then a week after that, a strange adventures, and then we'll get back to the second part of this in several months or years. Just or any other suggestions if you want us to uh, have uh, a guest star marry someone else, just write us a letter. You could do that. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> no idea what you're saying. Tell us who your favorite character has been. Gorilla Witch? That's mine. Oh, my God. I like B-Boy. B-Boy's, oh, yeah. The famous, famous one. Anyway, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. And you can find us right back here next week. Will it be a two-part story, one-part story, half and half? I don't know. I can't tell. I haven't looked at my spreadsheet because I got all <laughs> messed up from last week. Because uh, I got all messed up. Right? Right. Right. Anyway. Thank you for listening. Yes. Really. Do come back we again. We do have fun and we do it because we just enjoy it and we hope, and we're, we hope that you're entertained. Yes. yes. And if you're not, it doesn't matter. We're just going to keep doing it exactly. the same exact way. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. Bye.